Hello and welcome to Bereaved Motherhood and All It Entails. I'm your host, Mackenzie, and on today's episode, we have the privilege of sharing the story of Elijah Alexander. So today, you'll be hearing my voice, I will be the one speaking, but the words that I will be sharing are the words of Brandy Alexander. This is her and her husband's story about their son, Elijah. And we are so honored that we get to share this story with you all. We have started a wonderful opportunity here where we will be sharing stories of children gone too soon throughout the month of October, as well as after the month of October. As many of you may know, October is Pregnancy and Infant Loss Awareness Month. So as a way to bring awareness to this topic, we thought there was no better option than to share these amazing stories of mothers like yourself. And we hope and pray that you, as, that as you hear these stories, you can feel comforted, that you can find a story that resonates with you, and that you just do not feel as alone in your own grief journey. So hopefully these stories provide you a sense of comfort, a sense of community. Um, if you would like, we would love for you to share these stories just to help bring attention and bring awareness to the topic of stillbirth and infant loss because it is so much more common than society wants to think. And the best way to remove the taboo and the stigma surrounding it is to bring awareness and to talk about it. And so we are so thankful for the Alexander family and their willingness to share their story. So this is just a reminder, you're gonna hear my voice, but this is Brandy's words and her family's story. Hello. My name is Brandy, my husband's name is Devin, and we have a five-year-old son. February 9th, 2021, I peed on a stick, and two beautiful lines popped up. I got so excited because a new life was beginning. I was excited to see the growth from the beginning to adulthood. I made my first appointment, and everything was great. Set up for our first ultrasound. Ultrasound day came, and I, I went alone. I was so sad because I got to see nothing, but my social anxiety wouldn't let me say anything. I got the worst picture, but loved them so much because it was the first picture of my love. Everything was great. Then I got to my 20-week appointment. I got the news that I had a healthy little boy growing. I told his dad the love of my life, and he got so happy. I will cherish that moment forever. I got to my last appointment on Friday to go over what to expect Monday, October the 18th, for my scheduled C-section. October the 17th, 2021, I woke up extremely excited because I was having contractions. My husband drove us to the hospital at 7 a.m. We got up to labor and delivery, got checked in, got hooked up, and there was silence over the bands watching the heartbeat. And she said, these are broken. I knew at that second, he was gone. They brought in all the different Dopplers, and lastly, the ultrasound machine. I looked up to the ceiling and waited for the dreaded words that were about to come out. The doctor looked at my husband in his eyes and said, I'm so sorry, there is no heartbeat. I froze. I forgot how to breathe. I didn't know what to say. 
I was freaking out. The fact that there was a lifeless baby inside me. In that moment, I wanted him out. I wanted it done right that second. I asked my husband to call our family, and my only request was to not tell my four-year-old son what happened. I wanted to tell him. I wanted to be the one to let him know his brother wasn't going to come home because he deserved so much more than one of my family members telling him. This moment always breaks me a bit. This moment I got on the phone and she asked if his brother died and I had to say yes. His scream of pain shattered my heart. I can still hear it today. I can hear his little heartbreak and disappointment. He was so excited to be a big brother, to decorate pumpkins, and to go to the park. He planned his entire life with him. He was robbed in seconds. After about an hour, we got ready for the C-section. This nurse came in and she got my IV and she held my hand and said, you are gonna be okay. She said, I've been through five losses. She said, it's hard, but you'll get through this. She made me feel better. She helped me realize this happens, but I'm stronger than I think. We rolled back to the OR and she said, sit up to get a spinal. She held me, which I know is her job during the spinal, but she asked if I needed a second. I said yes, and I bawled into her shoulder and cried and rubbed my head. She made the beginning stage of this a lot easier. We started the C-section and I was hoping their machines were wrong, but they weren't. He came out silent. They asked if I wanted to see him and I said no. In that moment, I never wanted to see him. I was mad at him. I was pissed at myself for not noticing I was mad he didn't fight. We got into the room where I was away from all the other moms who had babies that were healthy and alive. I had a feather on my door to let others know I had a loss. Our family walked into the room and hugged me and my husband. The nurse said if they want to see him, they can go into another room and see him. I said they could, but they needed to take pictures. I was scared to see what he looked like. I was scared he was missing something or looked gross, but they came back and said he was perfect. I asked if they took pictures and they said yes. And they prepared me for the decay on his eye and ear. I looked at his picture. He was beautiful. He was perfect. I decided I wanted to see him, but I wanted to be alone with him, just me and Devin. We spent time together as a small family. I took videos and pictures and I cried. Eventually I let our family come in. The next day they brought my four-year-old in and I was scared he wouldn't want to see him because he was not alive. But in reality, it was the total opposite. He wanted to hold him and kiss him, and he was such a good big brother in that moment. The three days at the hospital went fast. We got ready to be discharged. The last nurse I had asked if I wanted him to get dressed. I said yes. She brought him in this blue, shiny tux, and I bawled my eyes out. This small gesture meant everything to me. She walked me to the car and I felt her baby bump against my empty bump. And I held her because she wore a jacket trying to cover it. And she held me and we cried and hugged. We got home and I sat in the car with a box on my lap of his belongings, a blanket and some papers of his hand and footprints. And I sat alone and cried. 
because I should be taking my baby inside. But I had a box. I made my way upstairs of our apartment and it was empty as if I had never put a swing together or the bassinet or the bottles. The dresser was empty and I was without a baby. I couldn't breathe. I felt like I was floating and went to lie down. The next day we had to go to the funeral home. We planned the obituary, the church, the flowers, and the urn. I requested that my baby be at the funeral because that's the last time I would get to see him. Days went. October 26, 2017 was his funeral, but also my due date. He was in his little blue pajamas and wrapped in a blanket. I never felt this pain of not knowing how to do anything. I was also scared to break down. I put a smile on my face so I wouldn't break. Life after that was rough. I was angry. I was sad. I was depressed. But I also was trying to be a mom to my grieving four-year-old, crying for Elijah. I started therapy, was diagnosed with PTSD, anxiety, and major depression and adjustment disorder. I had to hate for my OB because he failed me. For the last week of my son's life, I had high blood pressure and swollen feet and was almost fainting. I couldn't shower for more than a minute, and my husband was deployed, so I had nobody around. I would go to the ER, and because it was normal, then they said I was fine. I was neglected, and so was my baby. If they would have listened to me, my baby would be here today. Months have gone by. I miss him more than anything. But through this, I've learned my strength. I've learned his purpose. I'm now able to help new grieving moms learn their way through this awful process. I learned how to keep his spirit alive in my life. This wasn't at all how I had pictured my life after him, but I know he's with me forever in my heart, in my husband's heart, and my son and my family. We are growing a foundation in his name called Elijah's Purpose because when we left the hospital, they focused on the parents and didn't really have anything for the siblings. We have gathered blankets and bears for big brothers and sisters to take home, and we want to gather books that have helped my son through his grief. We have a purpose on this earth, no matter how long you've been on this earth. We don't plan this loss, but we can turn it into a positive. We can make our baby's life meaningful and beautiful. October 17, 2022, we are planning his first birthday of a balloon release and cake and officially starting his foundation. I took the year to grieve the loss of my son and now I want to spread his name and love to others and to any new families who lost their baby. I promise it gets easier to live again. It gets easier to feel normal and every single emotion you feel is normal. The happy, the sad, mad, or just absolute anger. I let myself feel every single pain if there is a day where I just can't get out of bed, I take that day and tell myself, okay, be in bed today, but tomorrow, get up and make it a day he would be proud of. This is beginning to a new chapter of life, and we can let it tear us down or we can turn it into something beautiful and meaningful. Either donating diapers or paying for a can of formula, make a card and put your baby's name on it as a gift. You are stronger than you think and you'll be okay in the end. You will make your baby or babies proud. My Elijah was born October 17th, 2021, 
weighed five pounds, four ounces, and 19 inches long in Colorado Springs, Colorado. With blue eyes, brown skin, and brown curly hair, he's my story now, and I wouldn't trade this story for anything in the world because he gave me the purpose to help others through their grief. Here is the story of my son. So that is the story of Elijah Alexander, written by his mom, Brandy. And it's her story, of course, too. And I feel like her words are beautiful. And I love the encouragement that she gave all you other amazing mamas out there. So we thank the Alexander family for sharing the story of their son. It's beautiful, it's sweet, and I hope it's inspiring to the rest of you. If you ever want to share your story, please email the podcast at maverickjohnconnors at gmail.com. We love to hear from you. Our goal is to provide a community of support to all of you amazing mamas out there. You have the hardest job in the world, and you're doing a great job walking through your grief, and we're so happy you're here. So we wish you a blessed weekend. We pray that throughout this month of October that you feel encouraged and that we are able to just bring further awareness to all those out there that we're able to share many, many more stories to further provide support to you amazing women. And so again, we just thank Brandy, Alexander, and her family for sharing their son Elijah what an amazing nonprofit they're starting, an awesome foundation. I encourage you to go ahead and check it out once um, the 17th has come and gone, since that's when they will be launching it. And what an amazing work they're doing. Just how cool is that? And that's something you're going to find in this community, is it's a club no one wants to be a part of, but you will find the most amazing, amazing people in this club that are just trying to make their babies proud, that are allowing their children's names to live on and to help and bless other people. And that's what us mamas do. We are here to support one another, to love on one another, to share our stories, and to be an encouragement for those who are just entering their grief journey. But whether you've been on this road for a long time or are new to it, we thank you for being here. We thank you for listening to the story of Elijah. And... We pray that you have a wonderful weekend, and we hope that we will see you back here next Friday. Episodes drop Friday at 3 a.m. Eastern, 12 a.m. Pacific. So thank you so much for listening, and thank you again to the Alexander family for sharing your story.